You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. So sometimes in movies, you just go into them going... I have a weakness for this genre and I realize that my, maybe my opinion is not going to be everybody's opinion because as much as I'm not a sports guy, I like boxing a whole hell of a lot and I love boxing movies and I love Rocky movies and now the great movies. I'm just like, yes, I get it. They're just not that. Yes. It's the same thing. It's a formula. I get it. I understand it's a formula and yet I'm still the moment it gets into it. I'm like dodging and weaving, just sitting in my seat. Like, Ooh, nice. uh, uh, I keep going to McDonald's and ordering a big Mac and they keep giving me a hamburger and yet somehow I'm disappointed. I mean, come on. It's a Rocky movie. You knew what you were getting. I'm going like, guys, take my opinion with a grain of salt because I really like these type of films a lot. And I'm going to say outside of two of the Rocky films, Cinderella, Cinderella Man is the best one outside of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, with the yeah. Russell Crowe. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm saying like equal level. outside of Rocky movies or Raging Bull, but that's a little Raging Bull. Yeah, but that's like not really a boxing movie. I mean, it is, it is, but it's it more yeah. about yeah, the, yeah. The hurricane. I mean, in terms the of champ, like, I mean, City. In, I mean, in terms of like it being about the boxing scene, the sweet oh. science, you know, the and the Rocky films and the Creed films have a very specific formula that we go down every single time, and yet we still go. Yeah, I dig it. I mean, the only exception in the, in the whole like history of the Rocky films has been Rocky Balboa, which broke pretty far away from that. Mm-hmm. And but one of the ones that worked, Rocky Five also did, but it didn't work. Yeah, I was <laughs> after we got into the screening, I was wondering how this is like. It's sort of this series, Rocky Five. Yeah, the cre- like if you think about like oh the the person from the past, sort of the past, but he's out. Creed is out the game. Rocky was out the game. He has his friend. He brings in. He's trying to bail him up. It's like, oh, he's my enemy now. We have to fight sort of dirty or get back to the. It is sort of like rectifying the sins of Rocky Five. Yeah. I mean, let's lock it in a little closer into the yeah, yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Is it a Rocky movie if Rocky doesn't appear in well, it? Well, again, it's a Rocky formula movie is what that I'm saying. That it is. It's yeah. a Rocky S. But yeah. even even then, the Rocky formula movie could be boiled down to like the sports movie formula yeah like in boxing movies or it's a quintessential boxing movie like that's what rocky is it's like so every boxing movie is based really on rock uh, rocky yeah no to some extent true but i will say the rocky films and the creed films in particular always follow a specific right right right, right. and this is no exception i i think the really the only real exceptions here is at all at all is that it's i think the first time we've seen where the antagonists 
uh, and protagonist have a previous positive relationship where they like each other. You get Jonathan Majors coming in as like a guy from his past. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Michael B. Jordan, of course, playing Creed again. And they're like, oh, we were old friends. And it's one of those like, oh, we forgot to mention this earlier in the Creed films. Yeah, he's like, I don't talk about it. it. But <laughs> it, it, it the, the movie, to its credit, in the plot, bakes in a reason why he wouldn't talk about this person from his past. Sure, yeah. yeah. It is like a part of his life that he oh, is I'm not, suppressed. Yeah, yeah, I'm not shitting on that. I'm just saying. Like, no, I hear you. It was a way to create a new chapter here. And, you know. You have a pot, incredibly positive, strong actor like Jonathan Majors. Well, I imagine... I imagine Michael B. Jordan went, who is a great actor in and of himself, went like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, really John, bring Jonathan Majors <laughs> is a beast. To keep it in the boxing metaphor thing, like he was definitely having to keep up with him in the ring of this acting stage. Yeah. I think Michael B. Jordan is a very good actor. Yeah. I think Jonathan Majors is like a next level asteroid field coming straight towards your eyes. And yeah. he is so fucking good. And to Michael B. Jordan's credit, never really gets blown off the screen with him. He really holds his own. But yeah. it's clear Jonathan Majors is like a force. Can, we, yeah, yeah, can yeah. we just admit that Jonathan Majors is having a really good month so far? Because <laughs> we've had Quantumania, and then like a couple weeks later, now we've got Creed 3. Yeah, well, he's playing like the best villains on screen right yeah. now. And even if, like, even with the, the divisive nature of Quantumania, even the people who hated the movie are like, Jonathan Major is really good in it. it. Except for one of our friends and he doesn't count. Fuck you, Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) No, we love you, Nathan. Absolutely. Even if you're wrong. Majors is a a major force right now. And we're going to watch him turn into a huge, huge star. And I don't think Creed three is going to do anything to hurt that at all. Oh no. In fact, Uh -uh. he's got another thing that he's working on now where he's actually getting into bodybuilding that's right because I, I heard about it it's he's like getting his... bigger yeah he was big for quantum mania he's, he's bigger for huge he's gigantic for creed 3 and he's gonna get bigger there's right. there's a there's a whole like thing where like a montage where he's like climbing up on ropes and like i don't know if humans can do that well, here's, here's uh, to get to this as a point in this movie one of my top three favorite things about this movie is how they save the reveal of his body like it's a special effect. The first like <laughs> 30 minutes of the movie, he's like in the hoodies, he's covered up, he goes to the ring, and then right before his first fight, it's taken off. And the, the it really shoots the shit out of it. And you're just like, I'm watching, I was I laughed out loud. I was like, oh my God. I mean, like, look at this specimen. It's I, did, like I don't Greek know if God. you guys felt this, but there was a lot of squishing going on at that pump moment Dude, there in was, the, the screen. There was a very confusing moment for me because there was a shot that was crossed between some of the, you know, ring girls and there was one that was like <sighs> I, I turned to Marco, I was like Oh my god, it's so hot. And it immediately cut to a shot of Jonathan Mendes yeah. with his shirt off doing exercise shit and I was like Okay, I'm confused now. <laughs> well, also, it's like, you're like, I can't tell whose tits are better at that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I can tell whose tits are harder, that's no. for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Wait. That guy's pecs are rock. I can tell. Now, granted, those women's pecs are full of silicone as well, but still, look, he's just Jonathan Majors rock. is a robo-babe I mean, look, movie. I'm not saying if he gets any bigger, he's going to like alter Earth's gravitational field, but <laughs> any bigger, and you'll be able to see him from space. Yeah. All right, so uh, speaking of people with big tits, I've got here right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
I honestly wasn't sure who he was gonna go oh, to. I, 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 that's just that's just uncalled for, got, sir. All of us got a cold sweat immediately. No, He's yeah. Like, the moment- I'm, I'm just going clockwise. I, 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 I actually, <laughs> I actually knew it wasn't <laughs> Marco. You're here too, Marco. I know, but t- I know I don't have the biggest. And your your tits are supple Luscious, and great, but I know they're uh, not the biggest. Yeah. Yeah, Alan here, medium, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You're, you're a, a solid B. No, thank you, my sir. They're that's, fine. That's, that's, yeah. I like a nice B cup. Yeah, yeah it's fine. <laughs> just a, a nice handful. <laughs> Anything more than a handful, you're risking a sprained tongue. Yes. Yeah. Th- th- thank you. That, we went from uh, sweet science to weird science. <laughs> Weird science. Um, yeah, this is uh, from a screenplay by Keenan Kugler, brother of Ryan. Yeah, and directed really? by directed yeah, by he Z- worked on the other ones. Directed oh. by Zach Balin, who uh, so far uh, did uh, King Richard and uh, a film Gran Turismo, not the previous one, but, not Gran Torino. Uh, yeah, upcoming biographical coming of age sports drama film by directed by Neil Blomkamp. Wow. He's doing that. Sure. And he's also currently attached to the Crow remake. Yeah. And you we'll said directed by what? Co written yeah. by. Yeah. Directed Co-written by Michael by. B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan is the director of this movie. Yeah, directed by. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan directed this. Yes. And who admittedly takes a few cautious but interesting chances. And yeah. I'm not sure. That, jabs. I'm not, jabs. I'm not sure all of them work 100%, but they're interesting. You never yeah. go, yeah. like, all right, so I'm just going to say there's a sequence in the big final fight that, you know, you've seen the trailers, you know that it's going to come down to Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors. Spoilers. There's some choices that happen in it that are, like, a little forced, but I was, and they don't entirely work, like in an abstract way, but they're interesting. Choices. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about them right afterwards, and I equated it to like, I don't think it's quite as effective as he hoped for, but in the series of boxing movies, like we've talked about, the Rocky formula. It's a weird choice. It's a weird choice, Rocky and film. it's an interesting choice, and I like the right. swing, and not to mix sports metaphors, but it was as if he was going up <laughs> like a huge, huge slam dunk. Yeah. And at the last minute, kind of lost the balance and like, Started going under and kind of like got a finger roll layup in. Like he still, still wins the game. Well, it still is in there. Yeah, and it it's works. in there. But he he wanted to like because the rest of the movie is at least like he he he's uh, directing it, but it's shot kind of pedestrian for the most part. And except this for is, the except for the fight sequences, which except is like, for the fight which sequences, which is which what are, you have to which hit. Which are yeah. good. They're not all time. Yeah, yeah. They're, they they're good enough. The, I mean, the, you the have, sound design in those sequences yeah. are fantastic. I agree. Yeah. I mean, you have but, the challenge of shooting a, a, a boxing match, right. which we've seen a thousand times before, right, right. especially within a Rocky film. Right. And also remember, Sylvester Stallone directed like two, three, four, and five. And it just hits me that this is no spoilers here, but Sly Stallone, Rocky, uh, he's mentioned. He doesn't appear in this he's movie. He's mentioned yeah. once. He's yeah. mentioned once. It's it's implied that he's around somewhere. It's, it's kind of open-ended. But... I cannot think of a single film franchise that's based around a star character that over all of these years is kind of transitioning to a different character. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. You know, is it really a Rocky franchise well, anymore or is it a Creed franchise? Because I think it's in good hands. I, I, yeah, yeah and, and that's my full like disclosure here. I think the first Creed is sort of a perfect movie. Like. I agree. It's, it's the most perfect version of whatever that movie could be. 
Yeah. Like, and it's like lightning in a bottle. I thought Creed 2 was a little, it was fine. And I think it's a little hindered by Sylvester Stallone's involvement. And yeah. He's yeah. Like so he's heavily involved. He's essential in the first film. He's not essential in the second film. Yeah. You're kind of like, and it why looms, are you here? It looms over like, okay, yeah. we've established our new boxer, our new star. And I think this movie really, it's weird that he's just mentioned and it's not like, oh, he died or, oh, he's over here. It's just like Rocky does exist, obviously. Well, now, right, right. now it's just Creed's story because like basically at this point, he has been heavyweight champion. He's, he's really, retired. Yeah. He's become Don King without the hair. We're, they yeah. say in here. We're eight years since the original. Yeah. Like it's, he, he yeah. is now just like he runs a, the old gym. They've upgraded and he is now bringing new boxers up. He's got a new guy that he's like, he's going to be the new heavyweight champion, you know, or I think is the new light. Felix, heavyweight yeah. Champion. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Uh, and, with all this going on, he's also got his wife, Tessa Thompson, and they have a daughter who is deaf. So there's a lot of sign language on screen. And Which was fantastic. That. Those that moments cool. were great. Yeah, the daughter is great in this. And it she works really well is, in the yeah. context of the film. They're able to actually, like, like the wife is able to communicate with him when he's in the in ring, the ring by using sign language. And it was kind of like, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> what was so great about that is, like, that was done before the daughter was introduced. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's. That's cool. And, and I don't know. It's just, it's really well done. Like the, the, the language of the film and the, the storytelling and like how he introduces, uh, like characters or, uh, character development. It it was well done. Yeah. It's just, I, I think in the end, I think we could all agree. It was like, it wasn't shot that great. Well, let me go back to the plot here. Yeah, uh, okay, John of the yeah. Majors plays Damien Dame Anderson because that's what's on his belt is Dame, which is a weird choice. Yeah, Diamond Dame, uh, who is an old friend. We see a, the movie starts with a whole flashback sequence with them as kids, like where uh, he was a uh, Dame was the one who was like building in to be a boxer, who had won a Golden Gloves championship, which is a very minor league sort of boxing thing, uh, and. Uh, uh, Adonis is uh, his, you know, his his little younger buddy who's there along for him. Hype man, and carries his bag. It's, so, it's the classic like little brother, yeah, to the to your big brother. And thing. some shit went down, and the movie spends most of the film like doling out little pieces of the after effects of what actually went down and why. Once we see Jonathan Majors reappear, who's gotten out of jail after, I think they said, 18 years. Uh, Like why he went to jail, what what his reasoning is, what his feelings are towards his old best friend and why there maybe there's some uh, difficulty there. And the movie goes with a like they're just so glad to see him again at first. And then it's seems clear that he has uh, other motives. Like, hey, I've been working out in jail this whole time. I'm ready. Let's do this, please. If you, I don't want your money. I just want you to help me have a shot at the title. Like, I'm conquering multiverses, okay? <laughs> yeah, because Michael B. Jordan is no longer, I mean, he's not a boxer anymore. He's just running this business. Yeah. One of the you most know? effective lines, I mean, it's in the trailer. He's like, like, how would you feel like spending 18 years in prison seeing someone else live your life? Because he's essentially on the... Tra- Michael B. Jordan went on the trajectory that Jonathan Major's character was on. Yeah. Like Golden Gloves champion, young, on his route. Yeah. Clearly the best at his level and will would have been like a heavyweight champion, all-star boxer. 
And because of the thing that happened within their past, something that they share, Jonathan Majors went away from prison for it. Adonis went on to be not even. There's an interesting thing about the movie is like, and it happened from the first movie is how he was not a person from privilege, had a rough, rough life at a young age, and then all of a sudden, well, that was not the case. Yeah. yeah, like he is now rich and he has all this stuff, and that's his major struggle through the first like two movies really, and. The, the little nuance, the, the nuance they have that with this character where he is flawed in a real way, like their conflict without spoiling anything, the conflict that they have is valid. Like Adonis did fuck up and it has to do with like the position of privilege. He found himself in after yeah. the rough life he lived and struggling with those aspects of his past. Like what we talked about earlier, like if him not mentioning this before, it is funny how well it bakes into the plot of him not wanting to share about stuff from like the rougher parts of his life before. And it's, it's a strength of the movie in the Rocky formula to have your main character be not only going through some demons, but be legitimately flawed. Like it is a legitimate it's, issue. It's about running away. Yeah. And, and it's like, not just it, as a boxer. Or, it's like, you're, you're yeah. not, so you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to take it head on. Yeah. And like him to do that. And then that he spent a whole period of his life just going that part, part never happened right and exactly and, and forgetting it like yeah. wanting to not pay attention to it at all yeah. and just like pretending like it didn't happen yeah i'll be that way in five years with these podcasts <laughs> <laughs> I, I got news for you i'm tomorrow i'm not even gonna remember this <laughs> who are you people we yeah. we have been drinking for a few hours once yeah. me and tessa thompson have been hanging out and, I'll be yeah. like, i don't even know those guys another uh, another fair notice we watched this movie we came to right house and we hung out for three hours and drink and talked about a lot of other stuff i don't know what you're talking so about. you know, you don't you know need to say it's a little things. loose it's a little loose I, I like to give the people the context this is creed eight yeah, right. that's yeah <laughs> yeah you know what's funny is like i think about like in 1982 uh air Plane 2 came out, and in the background of one of the shots, there is a poster of Rocky 38. Yeah. Mm. Even in 1982, they they were already going like, we've had too many... Because 3 was coming out that year. They're like, enough with the Rocky movies. I mean, I will say, to be fair, (laughs) if there was a way to continue them on, they kind of did it right. Yeah. Like the passing on the torch, I was like... That was pretty fucking smart. Yeah, the way you I, did I, it. I think it's a Creed yeah. franchise. I think we now. all agreed that that was the right way to do it, and we went, "Okay, I'm still behind this because yeah. of that." I will say, yeah. well, like Alan and I were like, I, I don't know if you were noticing this, but when uh, Marco, you were making that joke about 1982 uh, with airplane, uh, we were not alive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have seen the movie though. Shut up movie. and give me more whiskey. God damn it, that's depressing. Surely you must be joking. <laughs> well, well I'm don't, serious, call don't call me, me joking <laughs> yeah there you go you nailed it yeah, yeah. Uh, i thought i did you know i've I, seen the movie <laughs> i think that on the whole that people who like these films are going to like this one as well it's more of the same formula no question i think the two things that it brings interesting to the formula that are in any way surprising is a the fact that the antagonists are previously friends and have a relationship and there's something going on there that's never happened in one of these rocky films before and b the weird abstract shit that happens during the final fight yeah which is like like i said a little off it's gonna bother some people more than others i more went like i admire what you're trying to do you you didn't quite make it work but it didn't also it also didn't completely not work either it's it's, it's a little too heavy-handed yeah yeah 
and you'll notice the shot. Oh, yeah, you'll, uh, yeah, you'll know, and it, it works enough, but it, it doesn't. It doesn't hit like. Let's stick with it's the just, boxing it, metaphor. It, it, it right, right. Connect. It, yeah. it, it doesn't connect a ha- all the way. It clips. It clips you. It yeah. clips you. Yeah. Right on the shoulder. Yeah. Exactly. Is that, that your a deep cut for full, the film? Full extent of uh, boxing knowledge. Right? Look, yeah. I know that there's a Mike Tyson, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the thing, but the, this movie is. That's my Mike Tyson impression. Oh, no. That was that was yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That, I, I, I got like three syllables. That's enough. Boxing is the only sport I enjoy watching. That it's, is kind of weird. Yeah. No, it, it's true. Like, my dad was a coach, and all my life I was surrounded by like jocks, and I never gave a fuck about any sports whatsoever. And I still don't. But maybe because it's Rocky, and my yeah. dad loved Rocky, and I loved watching it with him. For whatever reason, boxing is the only sport that makes sense to me. Yeah. It is drama boiled down Agreed. to its essence. Mm. Two men in a ring beating the shit out of That's each other. That's just it. There's like a very specific set of rules that are just like, okay, let's be fair rules. Yeah. You know, like yeah. let's not make this uneven. And other than that, it's just pure straight up one man versus one man. I do like get skill. That, yeah. And I'm like, that's it's the it's kind of the perfect sport in that sense. Yep. Like boiled down where it's like no sticks, no balls, no yeah, teeth. Like if you just bu- want to see someone fight, here you go. One of my bucket lists is going to Vegas to see a, a fight, a yeah. big fight. You can go down to Sixth Street and watch someone fight. <laughs> Not the same thing. Not the same thing. Not quite as skilled, but you know, the passion is there. There's a lot more drop They've got heart. You got all that Jaeger bomb in you and you're just like, you know what? I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. It, like You can see it. I just did five Jaeger bombs. Why what does no do one in boxing ever do the Marvel move where they like Jump up in the air and punch down. Because like, I don't think it's a real. Is it not a real move? I don't think it's a good move. I don't know. There are some moves that Jonathan Major had in like some of the slow mo shots. I was like, fucking a. If Michael B. Jordan got hit with those fucking right hooks, he would be dead. They did a good job of defining the difference between their fighting styles. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. I really think they did. That, um, I, I don't want to get that's, into this. That's, actually, I can't. I can't get into what I want to talk about because of spoilers. Yeah, he's a prison that's, scrapper. That's where yeah. he, he yeah. boxed in prison. Yeah, the idea is like he is decidedly bigger than Michael yeah. B. Jordan, or and everyone, he's, and everyone. Ooh, like, there's an early fight here where he's they put him up against like the guy that Michael B. Jordan who's starting to start, who is like the heavyweight. Who is like how is he a heavyweight? I, I don't uh, know. Is I, that like, guy a real boxer? Is it's, there a reason? It's kind of weird because like because you have to think that like oh yeah in the real world boxing they're not all jonathan majors well, that's the thing yeah. like the, jonathan majors and michael b jordan are movie cut yeah and these boxers who are real life boxers are yeah. boxer cut it's, yeah. it's a different no, but look when you go to, but yeah. you're they talking would about, kill like, you that's why they the, have different <laughs> definitions of light heavyweight like welterweight well, not even that but yeah. just like they but don't I'm actually like, that guy's a bantamweight at best they have up I, against I, I, a I think he's more than bantamweight but he should be up against a heavyweight let me put it this way if i worked out my entire life every day I might look like that guy. Yeah. I will never look like Jonathan Majors. Never. That dude is Didn't too matter big. what I did. No matter how, how hard I tried. protein shakes I drank and put up my ass, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> and that, that's how you do it, I don't right? think you have All to right. put them up the ass. What? Really? I don't think so. I don't I, know, though, for sure. Well, I I've think you need to talk wrong. to your physician because clearly he prescribed a bad diet to you. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to use the bathroom real quick just to get rid of my... He's, um, he's, milk, he's making milkshakes, if you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, soft let's, served. Let's get good a fi- old ph- phosphate. Let's get a final thoughts on this one. Right, 
what are your final thoughts on this one? Ooh, so I have to admit, I have not seen the other two Creed movies. So, oh, so your opinion really? doesn't this matter. Is your first Creed I, film? I, I do. Actually, I'm excited to hear your perspective because you're coming in very raw. He fresh. thought this was about the band. Were you completely <laughs> lost during the movie? <laughs> they did three Creed movies? <laughs> um, yeah, the first biopic wasn't enough. <laughs> they had to continue more. Like, um, I can't remember any of their lyrics, so I can't make a joke. Um, I, I liked it. So I'm going to give it a, um, so I, I, what I, I, I think about, uh, what, what? Hold, shut the fuck up. Hold on. <laughs> so it's, it's really interesting thinking about it from Michael B. Jordan's direction than anything else. Cause I, that's what I'm trying to think about is the, the story is I've seen it before. It's, it's fairly pedestrian. It's where, it's rock, I, I'm, I'm assuming I've only seen yeah. rock, one Rocky movie, um, and that was Rocky uh, Four. And uh, oh no, God. I'm kidding. I'm the kidding. worst one. And, no, and uh, no, I'm sorry, five is the worst one. <laughs> yeah. And second worst is four. But I, I was trying to think about it from his perspective as a director, and I thought he did like an adequate job. That was about it. And there was moments like where we were all talking about like the, the, there is a very specific. Uh, part of the final fight, which spoilers, they fight. Um, I mean, the, that, it's literally the poster. It's the poster, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's interesting, but like it's a little heavy handed, and I feel like it's like, oh man, I'm, I'm I wonder what he'll do next if he has a chance to direct something else other than this. I think that this was more of like, well, I want to. I want to make another Creed movie, so no one's no one else is going to direct this, so well, I'll do it. Stallone definitely would have, but yeah, no, I know. And what you I think mean. he'd be like, he's Sh- taking ownership. Shut up! Yeah. It, like he just like kind of told Stallone, just like Coogler was like enough, <laughs> right? So I uh, I thought this was an admirable effort. Like this is a, it, it was a, I, I thought that uh, we talked about this afterwards. I thought this honestly could be longer. Um, I would have enjoyed more of Jonathan Majors uh, because Jonathan Majors is a boost. And uh, but also he's always interesting what he's doing. And it, it felt like as soon as Creed was like, I know what I got to do. I got to train and do all these things. And montage uh, happened. Uh, it kind of put Jonathan Majors to the side. And I would have loved a little bit more character development from him and maybe Adonis as well. But I will say that the ending did earn it, even for how shorted I felt throughout the film. But like the way that the, the performances, the like very, very ending. Yeah. You're talking about. The yeah. very, very ending. The performances earned it. And so I'll give it seven out of ten. How the goddamn fucks did Jonathan Majors climb ropes <laughs> like that? Like that? I, I, that that's so no. strong. I used to say same question, but the Arrow TV show. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Where he did that thing where he would have like the the bar on multiple things, and he would like just like just like hop, and just hop jump, up, hop up. I'm like, that's real. That's that, a thing. Some people Jonathan can Majors do. is so strong. He did the things in the movie. <laughs> Think about that. 
Except for actually punching Michael B. Jordan in the face. But the sound oh, breaking was his so Probably good. didn't actually they, they, no, they, they really punch each other. It's just not at full yeah. capacity. Yeah. yeah. You got to get that punch to get the... Because like, there are shots where the glove is on the face. Yeah. And you can only capture that in slow motion. But there's actually a lot of tricks to do that. I know, but there's, yeah. there's notorious... A notorious story from the first one where they're trying to get a shot of Michael B. Jordan taking this big hit. Yeah. And they just like can't get it. Yeah. And Stallone's just like, you just have to take it. Yeah. So they set the camera up and he just gets punched in the face. Right. Like, and obviously, the professional boxer punching him isn't ripping into him as hard yeah. as he can, but you have to hit it with force to see that lip. Like, yeah. But also, CG has gotten a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. That. No, so. I think. All the flesh wiggly. I don't know. Matrix Reloaded was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to go on to Marco. Marco, you know, uh, we said it earlier. You know, if you've seen a a Rocky movie, you kind of know what to expect. They all have a kind of similar vibe. You know, the underdog, he loses. He does a rematch. He wins. He becomes friends with his opponent. He has to fight some other guy. His opponent loses too. And now he has to, you know, save his honor, whatever. We, it's all about that heart and that character who strives. And it's a great formula. I actually think that the original Rocky is one of the best movies ever. And it's also a great romance movie. Uh, uh, and shout out, we haven't mentioned uh, Tessa Thompson at all. The relationship between her and the Michael B. Jordan character. And their deaf daughter. And their daughter is uh, wonderful in this. And she's clearly supportive. And also, you know, as we know, she is losing her hearing as well. And she's had to make some life choices. But they're doing good. And then Jonathan Majors comes in. He's this just force. So like I said, the guy's having a great year. Uh, we're going to keep seeing more and more of the guy. And if you saw Quantumania and you see this movie, you'll go you'll realize that Jonathan Majors has a trick and it's a good one. He seems like he's constantly on the verge of crying. Yeah. He seems so sad. He's in so much pain, but you are also terrified because he's going to kill you. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, how do you do that simultaneously? And he does. Uh, I was very happy with this because like Chris said, this is exactly what you think it's going to be. You went to the McDonald's, you ordered the cheeseburger, you got a cheeseburger. What the fuck more do you expect? (laughs) You know, it's like, don't get mad because they didn't give you sushi. You wanted a McDonald's cheeseburger. This is exactly what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Just like all the other versions. This is a little bit better. It is an early directorial effort from Michael B. Jordan. I think he showed, uh, I think he acquits himself well. Yeah. None of these movies are brilliantly directed. They're always just done straight. Mm. I don't know about that. Oh, no. no. I, they're, they're, uh, what, let me rephrase. They're not flashy. There's no shot like, oh, look at me. I'm trying to impress you. It's, it's a, t- they tell the story straight, directly. There's a simplicity to it. And they don't really get any kind of jazz on the camera until they get in the ring. And Michael B. Jordan, he took on the challenge of going, I'm going to show you a boxing match, not like other matches you've seen in these movies before. Didn't always work, but it largely pays off in the end. If you like the other movies, you're going to like this one. Yeah. I got nothing to complain about other than, you know, a few quibbles here and there. And it's just not as good as that original Rocky from the 1976. And nothing ever will be, uh, at least in this franchise. But hey, we're nine movies in and we're transitioning away from Sylvester Stallone. That's, I don't know any other franchise that's Who? done that. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I hope they go keep going. And I think the franchise is in good hands with Michael B. Jordan as a star and future director because that's exactly what stallone did i'm gonna give this eight and a half out of ten 
vintage souvenir uh, fighting tickets. I was going to say, I love boxing Mm -hmm. movies, but I'm going to, I'm going to say in terms of greatest boxing movies of all time, like we already talked about raging bull doesn't, doesn't a hundred percent count because it's not really about the boxing it's about the people. But, but those boxing scenes are incredible. Oh, they are boxing scenes are very well but, done. Uh, I'm going to give Cinderella man, I think is on equal level for Rocky one. That's, and that's, that's a controversial take. Interesting but take. I think it's right there is, I think it's as good as Rocky one. I'm sorry. Uh, I think you're the only person in the world who thinks, sorry, that. I do I like, Ro- I do like Cinderella man. Yeah. It's like, a really, and partially because the boxing, Boxing scenes are exceptional, like yeah. exceptional. Anyway, and, and the stories. Alan. Oh, oh, Alan, you yes, want to talk uh, about? Uh, it? Well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Yeah. Sorry, I'll, I'll sorry, counter... sorry to cut you off. But, cut you off, but you were probably about to say something that was wrong. So <laughs> he wasn't well, actually going. Uh, you're correct. I was just going agree with you, to agree um, with you, Cinderella the man. Um, I will say, Ron Howard's I, right. Beautiful, a beautiful wine is great. Okay, 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 come on. Let's not I, get carried away. I do think that the first Creed is exceptionally directed. As a counter argument, like and yeah, Ryan Coogler is a hell of a director. I think, and when I was talking earlier about the lightning in a bottle aspect of that movie, I love that movie. It was my f- second favorite movie that year, only because Mad Max Fury Road came out that same year, and yeah, that is fair, undis- you know. Yeah, but that's like it was. It was an all timer for me because I love the Rocky movies, and I think a big reason why that movie was so successful is because Ryan Coogler loved the Rocky movies. Has been brewing on that movie for a really long time because he watched them with his father. He made this like surrogate father my father is gone adonis creed rocky's coming in like movie and it's like the perfect encapsulation of what you could do with like a legacy sequel slash requel of that thing mm-hmm. having said that i think rocky or creed 2 was fine it was like similar to some of those rocky sequels like it exists the boxing matches are cool i kind of can't remember anything yeah, else that happened fully watchable but what do you remember about? exactly yeah I think this is a, a step up from that because there there is some like there's some depth to the characters in here as you mentioned the relationship they have like that is an interesting aspect to bring to like the conflict is there is a past chickens coming home to roost my past catching up to, up with me type of situation which tells you both more about both characters exactly yeah. yeah and I I agree with Wright too where I think there is an issue is once we get to like okay they're going to fight it feels a little rushed towards that end yeah. It's like there's a sprint where I feel like it should have been a paced jog. Yeah. It kind of hurts it some because like, like I can't, I'll never forget like the emotional resonance I felt at the end of Creed or end of Rocky or even at the end of fucking like Rocky three or four, which are like the lesser movies. But the boxing matches have such a don't talk shit about Rocky three. Clubber Lang, you know, no, I'm with you. But like the, the boxing matches have this emotional resonance at the end where it's just like you feel it like you feel the chills. You don't quite feel that in this movie. The boxing matches is good. Yeah. You almost wanted more of the relationship between them in in the middle of it. In fact, at the very end, there's a sort of like, you know, let's talk this out moment. And I'm like, why wasn't there an extra 10 minutes of that? That's why I was saying it's like, it could have been like 20 minutes longer. And I would have been totally fine with it because it would have, I would have hoped that it would explain or expanded upon their relationship. Yeah. And we were talking about afterwards. Uh, we feel like the end in, is earned. A lot of it has to rest on their performances. Uh-huh. And that goes a long way for sure. But it, it could have been 
that chills moment. Like that I felt at the yeah. end of Creed, that I felt at the end of the Rocky. When it felt like, like you were building towards that moment in that after scene where you're like, that moment where you go, like, it is about forgiveness. It is about like coming together. Instead, they just kind of do a cheap yeah. little. And it feels like, anticlimactic. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's good, but it's not great. And it's yeah. kind of. It, but the, I will say though, Jonathan Major's performance in that that one really scene, good, yeah. yeah. But like, to, to quote uh, one of Chris's favorite line lines, some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill, <laughs> no, and not one of my my favorite, your favorite. <laughs> but you know, when you're making a sequel like with Creed, you're you're definitely you're ice skating uphill, and they fucking did it. Yeah. With this one, you're ice skating uphill, and you almost made it, and you didn't quite do it, but. But I, I still am here. Admirable effort. I'm here yeah. for the effort. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like Letterboxd is, I've been rating movies on Letterboxd and it's kind of ruined my brain for 10 star ratings. So I'm, I What's can only. Letterboxd. Letterboxd. Oh, you know what Letterboxd is. Come on. <laughs> yeah. So stop. I love both of you. Look at me like, what the fuck you just say? <laughs> so like in my head. Motherfucker. When I, for when the I'm, record, I knew you were bullshit. <laughs> when I'm having, when I'm having to rate a movie, I think of it in the five star spectrum. And I was like, okay, this is like a three and a half star movie for me. So then I, Double it. Okay, so if 10 star. So it's like a 7 yeah. out of 10 movie. Me. It's like definitely better than just good. Not quite great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if, and, and to put it in the context, I think Creed 2 would be like a 2.5 star out of 5 movie. It's like, it's fine. So right in the middle, fine. And the first one's like a 5 star for me. So like, yeah, again, if you like these movies, you will like this movie. And if you like Creed 2 enough, this is a bit better. Yeah. Um. It's better. Yeah. It's better than Creed Two, which is still just fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know? not pissed at it. I mean, like it, the worst of the Rocky series is Rocky Five, and even that is watchable. I know there's you know? there's a couple of scenes in Rocky Five where I'm just like, this is actually fucking great. Yeah. And then other stuff happens. And honestly, you have to watch it to get Rocky Balboa, which yes. is one of the best films in the whole series. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite. I I don't know if we have time to get into it, but one of my favorite theatrical experiences ever. Actually, real quick, I saw this movie at <laughs> But But Numathon. For you know, those you know, but Numathon was a thing put on by Harry Knowles, yeah, a disgraced piece of shit. Pedophiles, yeah. So um, Harry Knowles, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, he, and let's not get into that. Harry Knowles is a piece of shit. But there was a twenty-four-hour movie marathon that happened because of him and whatever. And Andrew Cole was they the, watched twenty-four hours of he, movies. He in a couldn't row. get out of his chair. That's why. But one of the movies was the year. One of the few years I made it in was Rocky Balboa, and the movie right leading up to the fight. The the film stock broke. This is back when things were shown on film only. The film stock broke, and the crowd was this like restless when and like a slow chant of like Rocky, Rocky, Rocky <laughs> started of these drunk freaks like at four in the morning, yeah. like Rocky, and then the movie like goes up right when like the buildings from the going to the fight. And people lost their shit, and like the whole fight, and it's a really good last fight in Rocky Balboa if you haven't seen it. So like that play that movie holds a very special place in my head because like it was a very unique and interesting. Regardless film. of that experience, it's one of the best films yes. in the whole series, and it is yeah. it is a solid solid movie. As much as people like to joke about old Rocky or yeah. whatever, it's good. Yeah. No, but it gets the emotional heart right and still actually has some solid action stuff in it as well. This is aiming towards the emotional heart, and it has moments that really works with that. But it feels like it's constantly trying to move on. And that's its biggest problem. It constantly feels like, okay, we got that out of the way. What's next? It feels like that. And you have an actor, actors as good as Tessa Thompson, who is tremendous. 
And the really lovely story of like her losing her hearing and they're already having a deaf child that plays a big part in this film that feels like it's going to mean more than it ultimately does. Yeah. Uh, and then Jonathan Majors, who is just working his ass off here. And it's funny just seeing him as Kang. Talk about that ass. Where he's going, he is playing this very, uh, uh, what's the best way to say it? He is speaking in a way that makes clear that he is a man of high education and knowledge. And here he is speaking in a way that is like, he is not, he's just a guy from the streets where he's, if you, if you had never heard of Jonathan majors and you saw these two films, like one month and the next month, you may not have even realized they were the same person because he's a really, really great actor. And I was with him. You know he's going to turn into the bad guy watching this film, and you're rooting for him not to turn into the bad yeah. guy. Well, in the that's film. part of yeah. the strength. So talking about where yeah. Michael B. Jordan has some legit flaws in his past that, are like, they don't really shy away around. Like he fucked up, and yeah. he isn't like responsible, but he plays a part in the position this man's life is like led to. Like he mm-hmm. was, he was part of his life when it, and you're. It's a, because of that, you're seeing Jonathan Majors is like, yeah, man, you have a right to be upset. Like, I understand the it's, anger. It's both the strength and the weakness of this film is that all that's there and it's never sufficiently explored on screen yeah. in a way that is satisfying. We get it. We understand everything. But because both the actors are so strong, we kind of would like it to have more dramatic moments in those sequences. Right. The boxing sequences are great. They're always great in these movies. They have to be by definition. You can't go into one of these and not know how to film a boxing scene. That abstract sequence is like, I went, I kind of laughed watching it more than feeling it. It's like, it's just so overtly like there's literally a sequence where we're like, it, Don't spoil it. it. I mean, it's, it's just like the nose is here, and then da, 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 it's da, like da, there's da, stuff da, da, like da. like their jail bars appear on screen with like you know at one point with like a, that, it's kind of making you know, a subtext. Text. Yeah, it's not. Even, yeah, it's making it subtext text to a point where it's kind of silly. But yeah. I admire they were trying. They were trying to do something different. Michael B. Jordan was trying to do something different. Trying to get the hands him, of those. If it was done in the seventies, that would have been like that's revolutionary. Yeah. Well, maybe, but. Here, I, I laughed a little bit. Went, like, that's goofy. I get what you're trying to do. I admire you. Keep reaching. But maybe this could have been better. I don't know. That's the whole film. Maybe this could have been better. But it's still delivering what you want from a Rocky Creed film. And ultimately, I had a good time. I was dodging and weaving in my seat. You know, I was juking. <laughs> that's because you had a pee. Oh, yeah, that yeah. also because actually, that. I was watching no, it's because Wright was like, "Get me popcorn." <laughs> Give me popcorn right now. Like, all right. Yeah, yeah the press screening was at a theater. The theater I worked at. He's like, "So you're getting popcorn? You're getting popcorn, right? Get popcorn!" Uh, God damn it! I paid for my popcorn. But I'm gonna give this well, seven out of ten silver gloves because nice. it's not quite golden. Not quite. Not Man, quite. we didn't even talk about Felicia Rashad. All of these Rocky films, I Ooh. think, are always really good. Yeah, I don't talk uh, about tear jerkers. I don't talk about Felicia Rashad ever since she wouldn't shut up about the fact that Cosby was innocent. <sighs> so fair enough. I'm fair done. enough. I'm but, done oh, she was the mom. Yeah, but she's she's a tearjerker in this because hey, you always need a you always need someone in one of these Rocky movies to make you cry. Yeah. I went to the bathroom at that point. So. Not me. I was like, yeah, I came out and like, remember when I said she gonna die? <laughs> I actually forgot about the uh, the whole Cosby thing with Felicia Rashad. Ah, oh, that's a shame. I did not. 
Well, that's because you're a bitter little bitch who holds grudges forever. Are you saying I'm wrong for feeling the way I do about Cosby? Because that's an interesting take. Why don't you explore that more? No, I'm saying you're wrong about... Mm. Hold on a second. Let me consult my notes. Yeah, you better. <laughs> oh, my right, God. Let's talk about Kanye. <laughs> well, oh, well, stop. everybody's right about that. Let's stop. <laughs> 